I and think, this is like we didn't talk about the movie at all. We didn't. We didn't talk. We did not synopsize the movie. But I feel like we talked about the movie. And then, and then I talked I about like D and D. I talked about. Yeah, I feel like I, I talked about, about the movie. I'm sorry. That became a bit. And I, if there's one thing I love about taking a bit, it's it's driving it into the ground. Yeah. Like I like basically, I'm the main character in a Jules Verne uh, novel, and I'm just trying to journey that thing to the center of the earth. Yeah. Yeah. You're beating the dead horse to the center. I'm I'm beating the dead horse, resurrecting it with my ne- dark art necromancy, and then beating it to a death again until like all that is left is just a pile of mush that used to be a horse. Welcome to another episode of Racing to the Middle, the podcast that, you know, might actually get to buy back their $6 million Vegas home. <gasps> Is that not a the possibility? Castle, not the castle. Not oh. the castle, though. Not the castle. I'm sorry. But what about the, the La Lurie mansion in uh, in New Orleans, the haunted one? Oh, no. I think that one's still off the books. I'm sorry, Hayden. I know you really wanted him to get that one back, but... No, no, no. I thought we were going to get it. <laughs> we weren't going to get it. Oh, not damn. us. No. Damn. No. Which actually, I should probably check that that number. I just saw a six in a million. I just assumed. How did he lost... make six million dollars? Did he? <laughs> did Pig he did that well? Did he win Pig a scratch well. off or something? <laughs> no, I feel like Cage has been kind of on a. He's been on a Cage assance. So I have to apologize to everyone. I believe in a previous episode I mentioned that. We would be joined by my friend uh, Jenna on this episode. Oh, I was going to cut that out. Oh, no, go ahead. Keep it in because I'll explain. Um, sh- I apparently did a very bad job uh, telling, like, in describing what this podcast was. Mm-hmm. And she was under the impression that we would be talking about the Halloween movie, Halloween 3 Season of the Witch. Mm. Uh, because it's a much more popular movie and it- it's pretty good. But uh, we're not going to be talking about that. And so she was like... No? So she the- will be joining us for either or uh, or both uh, The Wicker Man and or uh, Vampire's Kiss. Yeah, yeah. fortunately, Wick, uh, Wicker Man will be coming up in about two months. So we're, we'll see her soon. But Two months? Oh, my God! Nah, that'll go by quick. I, I, I'm right. surprised it's that high up. I I know the internet did its best to ruin that movie. Well, it's 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 surprisingly not as low as you would think. That's what surprised. But me. I, no, actually, Hayden, that's the thing though. We've barely made it into double digits. Yeah, that's like true. we're There's still we're still we're not even we haven't even hit fifteen percent yet. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot. Yeah, like there's a lot. Like guys, been anything, in over a hundred movies. You're yeah, right. I bet you anything that. I'm going to make a prediction now. Mm-hmm. That movie's at 23% on Rotten Tomatoes. 
Do you want to look? Uh, should we? Should we just leave it? Look? Do you want me to should, look? Oh god, should we even dare look? Here, I'll, I'll Google it. Uh. What was it again? I said the Wicker Man. I said <laughs> I said twenty three percent. All right, I'm looking. Oh yeah. shit! No! Oh wow! I, I was too kind to it. It's right, but like two months. It's There's that many fifteen percent. It's gonna take us two months to get to fifteen percent. Oh my! But God. you gotta think, Hayden. We do these. We do these once a week. That's only eight weeks. That's only eight. That's only the four don't movies. Know this, Clay. That's the only four movies. That's only four bad movies. Yeah, that's true. So that's not that bad. It's not really that's that true. bad. That's yeah. That's a good yeah. point. But like, it's still gonna take us another two months just to get to fifteen percent. We're not even. It's gonna be like. It's gonna be six months, and we'll just barely crack the twenties. But you know what? I don't want to. I don't want to bury a lead here, but uh, if these other movies are as good as Season of the Witch, <laughs> it's gonna be easy, say, smooth. Oh, sailing. hey, listen, man. I knew. I knew that it's, there's a certain point. There's gonna be a certain point where as we go, as we go up on the bad end, it's uh-huh. gonna get more enjoyable, and like. We might be already there. Who knows? I, I think there are going to be some bumps that are going to be worse than this. That's true. Later. There's going to be. You know what I'm saying? There has to be. That one about the mandolin, I don't like. Oh, uh, what was like that? Captain, Captain Screlly's mandolin or something? Oh, I don't know. God, yeah. That one sounds yeah. bad. That one sounds pretty bad. There's going to be some boring ones. There's yeah. going to be some boring ones, but like, it's going to get better. That's the beauty. It's going to get it gets, worse on the good better. end. Like, quote-unquote, the good movies are going to steadily get worse. Uh-huh. But the bad movies are going to get better. This will be an interesting um, experience. I, I can't wait till it's like... You know how, like, right now we're still, like, in good movie territory? And, like, we're, we're like, yeah. waiting for the quote-unquote good movies? I can't wait till it switches, and we're waiting for the lower-rated movies. Because we'll be like... Dude, Con Air's coming up. Con Air's, Con Air's coming up. It's <laughs> is like, Con Air oh, low? Oh, yeah. It's like in the low 50s. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that movie was not uh, well-liked by critics. That's strange. Well, okay. Yeah. 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 Mm. Anyway. So what's new with you, Hayden? <laughs> uh, what is new with me? Uh, have I been watching anything Oh, recently? you have. Yeah, you have. Because you watched The Suicide Squad. Oh, do we finally get to talk about Suicide Squad? We do get to God, this is going to be so irrelevant by the time this episode comes (laughs) out. Yeah, it's true. Um, Yeah, I don't know. The sad thing is, Hayden, we've been teasing it for like two weeks because I hadn't seen it yet. Uh, Yeah, I guess we have to talk about it a little bit. I uh, I don't know. uh, I I don't know how much I have to say about it. uh, Oh, I have thoughts. I I am sure you do. I enjoyed myself... Yes. But at the same time, I found it such a nihilistic experience and one that, like, um, it, it tries to... I already mentioned this to you, but, like, it, it has that little scene where they try and throw in a, like, humanistic feel-good moment out of right. nowhere. Yeah. Where it's like, where it's like, oh, but if rat... If, rats are nothing and if rats have purpose then even we have purpose and i'm like you have not fucking earned this at all this entire movie has been laughing about how 
life and death means absolutely fucking nothing and like mm-hmm. just just laugh so, at the absurdity so of everything. I think I hit on this in my feelings, I think I hit on the same thing, but I had a different word for it. Mm-hmm. I said that I felt like this movie it it treaded too much in James Gunn's juvenile cruelty. Yes, it he this was definitely his his ticket to be as um, edge lordy as possible. Yes. And I kind of realized I was like, "Holy shit, James Gunn's better whenever he has Disney reining him in." Um, at least for making a superhero movie. Yeah, I because I would say Guardians Two is a much better movie. Yeah, I think I enjoyed Suicide Squad a little bit more because I like the oddballness of mm-hmm. it. But I, agree. I mean, like, but, but like, you know. For someone like James Gunn, and we're like people who are very familiar with James Gunn's background and his pedigree, I think and we I've enjoyed seen that all aspect his, of it. Yeah, I've seen all his movies. I haven't seen I mean, the ones he's written. Like, I haven't seen the Belko experiment, but he didn't yeah, direct it. I think he just wrote I've, it. I've, I'm pretty sure I've watched every movie James uh, James Gunn has directed because he's really only directed Slither. Like, Slither was his directorial debut. Yeah, I... In my opinion, I don't think he'll ever do better than that. I fucking love Slither. Slither's pretty great. I've seen yeah. Super, which I didn't care for at the time. I might need to give that a rewatch, but I don't, I don't think... Yeah. After seeing The Suicide... See, if The Suicide Squad did a better job of, like, blowing me away... Like, if Suicide Squad was everything I love about Guardians of the Galaxy, but also just gory and had swearing, I'd be like, maybe I should rewatch Super. But I realized... The things I didn't like about Super were the things that I didn't like about Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah. And, like, that's the that, that's the parts I don't like about it with James Gunn. I thought the opening scene, like I said, was very cruel. Um, spoilers. Like, I, I'm not... Man, I, they, I don't, they, all, they all know. They, they know. They know. Don't listen to this if you haven't seen shit. So, like, skip ahead if you don't want to hear spoilers for Suicide Squad. I'm sorry. But that opening scene where, like, we meet all these characters. And I'm totally fine with having like oh we're introducing all these characters but then they all die i'm totally fine with that in theory the part that i thought it went too far and was just a little bit unnecessarily cruel was whenever um the guy that's always in james Gunn's movie, what's his name again michael rooker michael rooker when michael rooker's character just starts screaming and runs the other direction and yeah. he gets his head blown off that was the yeah. kind of part i was like what did you really need to do that was that necessary to and the joke? See, I don't I don't know at what point it started rubbing me the wrong way because that, that rubbed be, me the wrong way. Well, and, and I was like, why I don't know. I can't describe why I've right. been mad at that. Because like, you know me. I love Deadpool. Deadpool is a raunchy, gory Dead superhero ex- movie. It did the exact same joke also like a few years ago. What part? The X Force, but I haven't even yes. seen the movie, okay. and I know no, it did see, the same. Yes, joke. you're right. It does do the same joke because it sets up all these characters, and they die in comical ways. But for some reason, it didn't feel as cool as cruel. It was funny. I don't right. know why, but there's something. Well, because well, okay. So if I can, if I can try and make sense of this, because sure. I, I honestly didn't really have. A problem with the movie until it tried to like pretend to have a heart. Yeah. Because because I was like, okay, you can't be. I mean, you can do whatever you want. You're yeah. you're on. You're one of the biggest directors in Hollywood. Yeah. But like, it feels 
so stupid and manipulative to be to be this goofy movie this fuck off this, this was his fuck off disney movie he yeah. got fired from disney made this yeah. movie was like fuck off before they hired him back yeah and like so it's just a lark it's just a goof yeah. and it's all about how i mean it's just about how nothing means how everything means nothing nothing yeah. means anything you know that kind of thing and then it tries to throw in a little thing and i'm like yeah. No, no. Oh, it, it turns out it turns out Taika Waititi's like little cameo is like the dad is the rat catcher one. In yeah, this kind of forced like feel good moment, which I'm going to say this. Right. Can I tell you like the one scene well, that almost turned it around for me? though? Well, can I hold on? Can I go okay, back go to ahead. the beginning real quick? Because yeah. it didn't. Okay, I mean, I I was laughing at the same time that I was just going, oh my god, this is the most absurd thing. Because it's the kind of dark humor that you you have with your close friend. Yeah, you know, your closest friend. Like, I don't know. But, I don't know why it rubbed me the wrong way. Well, I, I was on board with it for the well, moment, but it was like I once- think the I think the big difference and you can you can check me here because I haven't I don't remember uh I I saw the X Force scene because I was serving it in right. at, at Alamo Draft House. Right. But I never saw the full movie. But right. I saw that scene. But yeah. to me, the big difference is is the X Force are all really badasses, and then they get completely destroyed. Yes, James Gunn's right. whole thing is, and I stole this from my buddy Mark, but he, but James Gunn says that he he makes movies for losers. Yeah, and this movie, unlike the Guardians movie. This movie is like let's laugh at the losers because they suck and they're yeah. all jokes and then yeah. they die. Yeah, you know it did feel it did like I said it felt more cruel and then yeah. the Guardians movies and because like, you're you're it, just laughing at all of these people and then they die in horrible ways. Yeah, which in itself yeah. is funny as an idea. Yeah, because you and me, Clay, we would make the joke that oh, and then this horrible weasel monstrosity just jumps out of the plane and immediately drowns. We would make oh, no, that no, no, joke. No. That part I was on board with. That was hilarious. Right, right. Yeah, we, yeah. we, we, we yeah. would make that joke. Yeah. But, and, and like, you know, you would say I, these kind of things. I think, I think what it was, I really do think it was setting up Michael Rooker as this badass character who then runs away screaming and is like afraid. And it's like, got a little too real to for laugh you? at. You're supposed to laugh at his fear, which is like, the realistic response to what's happening right. and it just felt cruel like there was a point where i thought oh he's gonna stick his head up and see there was a part where you know how like in grindhouse there's the part where the guy who's like the biochemist he like sticks his head out it's fine and he's like all right everything's cool and immediately he sticks yes. his head out and his head gets exploded there yeah. was like three moments where that happened with michael rooker and i was like oh he's gonna get his head exploded he's gonna get his head exploded and if it happened then I'd been fine because you still get that moment to think, oh, Michael Rooker was a badass, but like they they just got hit with too much too many odds. Like there was no way they were getting out of their life. Right. The fact that like he's like, nah, fuck this, and he runs away screaming, it's right. just too visceral and mean spirited. Oh yeah, yeah, no. Th- I mean like I-, I agree with you. Uh However, but can I can yeah, I say sure. a couple things? Can I say a couple things in defense of yeah. the movie? Yeah, go ahead. While I think you're right, I, neither little... one of us hated this movie. No, I love the movie. I like the movie. I want. I don't it love it. I did. I did like it. I just it's, had. I, I felt a little a, icky. I. I. Yeah. It's there's a few parts of me that make me go. There's a still parts of me where I'm like, Nah, man. I still like Guardians more. 
I wanted yeah. to like this movie more than Guardians because I was like, this is going to be Guardians, but it's going to have swearing and blood. And it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't that good. And that made me sad. And, like, Guardians 2 I still think is, like, my second favorite James Gunn movie because you're right. Slither is the best. But I think Slither, I yeah, think, Slither is just Slither's good. His id, on, yeah, on, like as a as a monster, as a creature feature, and it's, it's just a, like, but it's a creature monster horror movie, so it works. That exactly that, that edginess and 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 the cynicalness mm-hmm. and the and the nihilism works. It, in a it horror is movie. it is the it's one of the best B movies. It's like up there with Grindhouse. It's like yeah. one of the best B movies. It's a of, it's of a, modern it's times. A, it's a yeah. top tier B movie. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's an A tier movie that's portraying itself as a B tier movie. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But so, so, but like I wanted, I wanted Suicide Squad to be better than Guardians because I wanted it. Because like, don't get me wrong, I love swearing and violence and gratuitous violence. Yeah, I wanted to doesn't? be Guardians, but had the swearing and gratuitous violence, and it wasn't quite that good. But I will say this: my favorite two scenes in the movie that I thought worked really well. The first one kind of plays into the nihilism that you pointed out. And that's where, like, they end up, like, finding the place where uh, Flag was taken. And they oh, that was – that actually, everybody. now that you mention it, that's the scene that I kind of turned on scene? it a little bit. Yeah. I can kind of – I get that, but I did call it. I was like, these aren't soldiers. These are, these are rebels. These right. These are clearly rebels. And then when it was revealed, like, oh, yeah, re- these are rebels, and Flag is just having a grand old time. And it's like – Oh, we didn't see anybody. I was like, nah. And nah. again, just, just again, because... the the idea of the joke is funny. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like this is taking place in a movie where it's like, okay. I, so I think there's two things that keep it from being for it like hurting the movie in my mind. Two mm-hmm. reasons. First off. I was like ninety percent sure the rebels are going to be fine in the end. They're going to be fine, and you know what? They were, but they're they dead. The, the rebel, the rebel movement as a whole. But that doesn't so, matter. Uh, I know, I know, I get it. It's cruel. It's juvenile. It's edge lordy. But like, I forgive it because, like, in the grand scheme of things, in the narrative of the movie, the rebels still come out on top. It's okay. But the part that I really did enjoy was watching the dick measuring contest between Idris Elba and uh, John, John Cena. That yeah. was because here's the thing. If it wasn't for those two, if like, let's say in a horrible, in a horrible universe, in the dark, t- darkest timeline, let's say that fucking um, Pete Davidson somehow was like the secondary lead of this. Good and, God. I would never watch it. No, I agree. Um, I don't. You know what? I don't even have enough like I don't even have enough hatred for anybody else that was on that uh on that no. list. Let's just say Pete Davison was the pe- was the pe- the peacemaker character. Right. Like like John Cena was on the was on the beach. You're supposed to think John Cena's the like main like one of the leads in this movie, but he gets killed on the beach and it turns out nope, Pete Davison's the guy you're following for the rest of the movie. In right. that universe, Idris Elba versus Pete Davidson, nah, wouldn't have been as fun. But Idris Elba and John Cena, like Whipping their dicks out to be like, I'm fucking like I'm the most deadly guy here. That was yeah. hilarious to me. I loved every moment of it. So like, you know I'm what it is? That scene. You know what it is? It's the fact that the movie is so anti-human. Yeah, maybe. And and then it tries to have the the yeah. cake and ease. I will things. say this: the part that kind of almost made me think, oh, maybe this might have the parts of Guardian that I liked. I really fucking love the bar scene. Because that just seemed like, oh, yeah. everybody who's involved I, in the movie is having fun. And, and again, again, I like the movie. 
Mm-hmm. I, I just have issues with it, and, I do agree and there are issues the, I don't really see a lot of people talking about on the, Letterboxd. The rat, the rat uh, what's her name? The Rat Catcher, right? Mm-hmm. Rat Catcher yeah. 2? Yeah, you're right. The Rat Catcher backstory stuff kind of feels like it's from a different movie. Like a more I mean, I mean, it literally, it literally feels like someone told James Gunn, "Well, you need to, you can't play it all as a joke." Yeah, you gotta have, you gotta have one moment that seems like a guardian emotional moment. moment. You gotta have some emotional, and it's like, I don't know, and that could have been reshoots. I mean, it's Taika and and her off by off by themselves. So, well, he made a big deal about Taika being in his movie, so I'm pretty sure that was like in there from the beginning oh well and then i just i don't know it's 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 the rebel scene and it's it's the ending where like this this like the the city of of like just so many people are just fucking like decimated and we're still supposed to be like "Uh uh-huh it's fine and funny and yeah. while while uh, Idris Elba is like shooting old women in the face and stuff, it's just yeah. like it's very I don't know, man. It's yeah. like I guess it's the fact that uh, it's also the fact that um, and I hate to sound Tipper gory, but it's the fact that it's in a superhero movie. <laughs> I find it I find that because it, it's not super, you know. It's not yeah. It's not in a in a movie for adults. You know th- that the joke is like, oh, it's a superhero movie. It's it's a movie that anyone and everyone is going to watch. Yeah, because it's and, a superhero movie, and they're just gonna think it's funny. And I I don't mm-hmm. know. I just find it a little troubling. But I, I guess I'm like clutching said, my pearls. Like a little I said, bit here, like so. I said, I'm kind of surprised. I think I think James Gunn makes better superhero movies when he's reined in a little bit. Yeah, because like because like I, yeah because like I was hoping I was hoping that. Like with the with the uh, with the bar scene, I was like, "Oh, I hope this is this is it. This is the turning point. This is where this movie becomes Guardians of Galaxy, but with swearing and violence." Right. And it that scene is great. I love that scene because like everybody looks like they're having fun. I liked watching John Cena and Idris Elba have fun in that scene. Um, I really fuck. I like uh, Joel McKinnon or no Joel Kinnaman. That's the guy. Yeah, no, he's 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 great, and he's actually surprisingly good. Like. I was no, he's kind of good. I I I, 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 know. I mean that in general because like he's, yeah he's not he's not English or American. He's like what Dutch. I'm I'm actually not sure. I'm most familiar with him because of the show The Killing, and he was mm. playing an he was playing an American in that. But yeah, he's and, and um, he's he's great. But but I get it. Like you expect him to be boring white guy leader because he kind of is that in the first. Oh, he's he's half squad. Swedish. Got, oh. Yeah, and you can kind of like there's a little bit of like in his American accent, there's a little something that's not quite American in his accent that's like a little bit off, but it's fine. But like he's great in Altered Carbon. As I said, he's one of two characters that I liked in the first movie, and they fucking killed him off. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna be quite honest with you, because um, I think we both think that. Or no, wait, you said one of two characters in the first mm-hmm. movie, so maybe I'm wrong. Um, I thought, uh, what's-his-face, the guy everyone hates, I thought he was actually pretty good in the first Wait, who's movie. who's the guy everybody hates? Uh, Jai Courtney. Who did he I play? Thought he was th- I thought he was the least of that first movie's problems. Who 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 would he play? Uh, Captain Boomerang. I fucking 
you loved Captain Boomerang. Yeah. I thought I thought he was Cap- funny in the first. He movie. was the only thing good. Like he was the only good thing in that movie. I I agree. I and agree. I didn't. I did like like I don't like Flag's character in the first movie, but that's just because that movie is edited poorly and not very good. But like, yeah. I was like, whenever like whenever like Kinnaman was like came on screen as Frick Flag and he's like. And someone was like, oh, this is a suicide mission. She's like, yeah, that's kind of our thing. I was like, oh, fuck it. I'm into Rick Flag now. Like, Rick Flag's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I didn't I didn't hate him in that movie, but I was very surprised at how much I liked him in Altered Carbon. I haven't seen that yet. Oh, it's really – the first season's great. The first season is so Oh, it's a show? Well, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Probably it's only like eight episodes. You'll be fine. It's a whole thing. My sister – comes at me with a new show every like week and i've only gotten what? two episodes into white lotus and it's okay white lotus is pretty good actually but hey, I, hey, I listen, just can't listen. bring myself to watch TV, new tv i'll tell you what hayden if you ever watch the first episode of alter carbon and it doesn't suck you in you, i will never speak of it again okay because i think it's that good and i do think it really grabs you from the beginning and doesn't let go because it's like a really good like cyberpunk noir storyline uh-huh i think you would like it you know what clay um mm. i've been doing so much pearl clutching and i don't like to i don't like looking like such a little bitch God. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, no, move. let's move on <laughs> yeah i i wish i wish suicide squad was better i did like it i do yeah i do want to see it again i will absolutely buy it the moment it's on blu-ray and i will watch oh can i say i got one last thing i have to say about it Sure. This is my last thing. I will say this. I will take all of the negatives that happen in Suicide Squad. You can multiply them by 10. And I still would like this movie. You want to know why? There were some good memes came out of it, weren't there, Clay? I I don't know of any memes. I haven't been paying attention. I haven't been on Twitter. No, 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 no. There's one good thing that will trump everything else that that anything wrong that could happen this week this movie could have been as poorly edited as fucking the original suicide squad and i'd still like it for this one reason this one reason only what it finally showed us what fucking john cena could do with a goddamn amazing fucking heel turn i'm out i'm done that's all i have to say about suicide squad watching fucking john cena make a goddamn heel turn Ooh, injected it in my goddamn veins. I've been wanting to see that for fucking 15 goddamn years on WWE. I'm done now. So Season of the Witch. You got Season of the Witch. <laughs> well, we've already watched the movie, Hated. No, they don't know that yet. I, they, I, don't, I don't care. They, Predictions. We, we I think I'm going to like it. <laughs> you would have said that before you went into this movie. No, yeah, I would. You're lying. Clay, well, what's the movie I've been looking forward to most? You, that's true. You've been looking forward to Season of the Witch. Um, oh, so I've I've been I've actually been looking forward to this moment because this you is have. the moment I get to quit. <laughs> what? I get to the quit. The get to quit. I've told you before. After we watch Season of the Witch, I'm I'm out. No, fuck you. You still gonna do this? <laughs> what about the Wicker Man? Bye bye. Oh, Wicker Man. Okay, I'll hold out for. Wicker and then Man. you gotta stay until until uh, we get to watch both. Uh, 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 National Treasures. I'm holding Maybe you to just that. A sec- Maybe just the second one. <laughs> now you got to get to the first one. <laughs> um, uh, all right, bless. Hayden. Um, I 
I uh, if I was gonna make some predictions beforehand, beforehand, which is what we're doing right now. I, I feel like your prediction would have been Ron Perlman lives. <laughs> My prediction would have been that this was that 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 this was not act that the person you thought was a witch is not actually a witch, and that somebody else was actually the, that somebody in the party pr- uh, con- accusing her of being the witch. Is the actual Ooh, that would have been a guy. good twist? Yeah. That would have been a. That's what I was. That's what I'm expecting to happen in this movie, and like oh, that's yeah, what I'm that predicting. Will be, that is a good twist. That would be good. That would be a great twist. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it's probably the person who was uh, accusing her of being a witch. That's the real witch. Wait, which one? Which one straight up accused her? Was it the, the priest? priest? Yeah, you oh, can't I mean, trust that priest. Will, this it, is, will it be obviously? The priest? Obviously, this is the kind of movie where like she's not really a witch. It's the priest. The priest is the bad person that you got to watch out for. Well, uh, let's go find out, right? right? You're half right. Clay. Yeah, let's go find out. <laughs> so blam, let's, uh, blam, we're gonna. Blam, blam, blam. <laughs> I haven't done the line yet, Hayden. Oh, what's the line? We're gonna go watch season of the witch. Don't oh. go anywhere. <laughs> blam, 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 blam. Uh, are we sure I'm the only one who's drunk? Hayden, and we're back. And we we just now watched the, we watched the season of the witch. We we didn't watch it any time before this. This is we just watched it just now. This is fresh. We definitely didn't watch this before the intro. Not at all. This is fresh. Yeah, fresh on our minds. Yep. Hayden, can I ask you something? Yeah. It am I starting to develop Stockholm syndrome for bad Nick Cage movies? Because I kind of didn't hate this one for most of it. Like, I kind of I almost liked it. Almost liked it? No, dude. I mean, like, this is, I'm, I mean, you know, peek behind the curtain. We, we text whenever we watch these movies. Oh, yeah, so. of course we do. Yeah. And so one of the things I said to you, and it's, I think it's in my letterbox for you, too. It's like, this is a very comforting kind of bad Nick Cage. As I, as I said to you, this is a perfect Saturday morning. Uh, yeah, Sunday morning. This is a perfect Sunday afternoon movie. Right, because this is a bad Nick. Well, we'll say bad. Yeah, this is a bad Nick Cage movie that like still looks and feels like a, yeah a movie. Yeah, you know, unlike uh, Willy's Wonderland or some crap like that. It like leave Willy Wonderland alone. But I mean, I mean, it doesn't look like a movie. It's 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 cheap. I'll give you that. It's a very cheap. It's looking very movie. yeah. It's very cheap. It's a very whereas cheap looking movie. Is, yeah. Whereas this is like. You know, this, I mean, this is this has a budget for Croatia, which they definitely shot it on location. Yes, yes, uh, I actually I'll, have a few notes about that. Right do you, now. Is it actually from Croatia? Did they actually shoot in Croatia? Did I get that right? They did shoot in Eastern Europe, I believe. Oh wait, I feel like I feel like saying Croatia is kind of a gimme because, like, 
Isn't that where Game of Thrones was actually shot? Yeah, it's like a big... It's oh, like a big that's not funny. Saying it's in Croatia is not funny. Uh, hold on. I should have said Bulgaria. <laughs> no, I'm gonna then, cut. I'm gonna cut. Be, then it would be four one one or two. No, I thought that was whatever. Belarus. Or is Belarus in Bulgaria? I thought that was. I I don't know. We shouldn't. We shouldn't be talking about. This. Yeah, it's not we like don't. one of us is a is a world geography teacher or anything. Oh God, Clay. Um, no. <laughs> I'm just saying, like. No, no, no. Belarus is its own country. This is kind of. This is I. This is a. This is a good movie. I, I, I mean, like, or this is a. I've already said it. I'm sorry. I'm looking at my notes and getting texts, and I'm losing track of what I'm saying. This is a comforting kind of bad movie. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's. Oh man, you know what this reminds me of? I'm gonna put it on the same level. You know what is like one of my all time favorite a Sunday afternoon movie watching experiences? What? Getting to watch. The film adaptation of an, a crazy sci-fi novel that was originally written by the wrote originally written by the guy who wrote the original Jaws novel called Creature. I love that movie. Peter Benchley's Creature with the half shark, half man. Yeah, yeah, with fucking Craig good, T. Nelson. That's a good movie. It's a terrible movie, but goddamn it, the <laughs> best movie going experience was stumbling upon that on fucking Fox. In the yes. fucking afternoon on a oh. Sunday. And, like, I didn't get to see all of it. I came in, like, within the first 30 minutes. So I'm still kind of a little confused. And I just was like, Peter Pinchley, that's the guy that wrote Jaws. Wonder what this could be about. And then I find out it goes fucking off the goddamn walls. There's a few good Peter. There's a few good Peter Benchley movies. One of them is called Beast. I think it's about a squid? giant. Yeah, it's a giant Yeah, squid. I read the book. <gasps> was it good? No. Oh man, I want to read it. Um, the uh, the, yeah, no, the books. The that guy's not a very good author. He just has good ideas that are not well executed. Because let me tell you something, if you ever have somebody, I'm gonna give you two things. If you ever get a person who's like, uh, the books always better than the movie. Jaws. Hit them. Jaws and The Godfather. Yeah. Yeah. Jaws is like an amazing like Saturday afternoon, you know, creature feature. The Godfather is oh. one of the greatest movies of all time. Both of them are infinitely better than the book, and I say this. Also, I mean, come on, that like, there's anyone who speaks like that uh, in broad, in broad strokes about. I mean, come on, like, doesn't know what they're talking. Th- about. That's that's just patently false. I mean, to like, be fair, most of the time, yeah, probably the most the of the time, book is, sure, is better. Yeah, sure. if you say most, but, but that's if you say just always. That's just like a weird gatekeepery thing to write oh, off, like, yes, to to write yes. off movies that are pretty good. It's the same thing as like in. Well, this is a broad thing, but especially in horror, mm-hmm. you'll get these gatekeepers who are like, the sequels are never better and hardly ever good. And it's like, dude, I could name off several franchises where the sequels are better than the original. Uh, fucking Friday the 13th. There, are, there is at least... Uh, but an argument could be made that the first Alien is the best, is the thing. But like yeah, with Friday the 13th... The Friday Thirteenth. There are I, at least four better I wanted, sequels. I wanted to be a dick because you hate aliens. Yeah, I don't like aliens. Yeah, fuck you. I, I don't like hate it, but I do not like. Yeah, it. Uh, you're wrong, and I still love you. But anyway, um, um, yeah, um, you're right. That's a, that's a real bullshit. How do we get off on yeah. this uh, season of the witch based on? 
<laughs> also, what did I original? What was my joke about uh, about where uh, um, season of the witch was shot? Belarus was that where I said I should have said? Yeah, I think so. Okay, good because it's Bulgaria is uh, is where two one one was written uh, was shot. Oh right, okay. Croatia's where uh, uh, Game of Thrones was shot. That's not funny. I should have said Belarus. Mm-hmm. Belarus would have been perfect. That is that is a, a, a former Soviet bloc uh, country bordering Russia currently. It's a like, good that joke. Would have been um, that'd have been funny. Clay, yeah. Would you be surprised to know that season of the witch began production in the year two thousand? I, I am a little surprised because it didn't come out in 2011. I believe it was finally shot in like 2009, and then it sat on a shelf for like a full year, and oh, they God. released it in 2011. Oof. You know who directed this movie, Clay? Uh, the guy who did Gone in 60 Seconds with Nick Cage, right? Yes, and he has not yeah. made a movie since. Oh, no! Yeah, Poor this guy! Is the last one. Poor I don't guy. even think he's made music videos since. Wait, wait. Is he like dead? No, he's still alive. He just has it. Oh, is this guy? Is this guy like living in a hut somewhere? Did he like go off the res? He's living like, in director jail, I guess. Yeah, like uh, maybe we need to get like we need to get that company that uh, that 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 is owned by um, Elijah Wood and have them give this guy a, a movie. Spectre Vision. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, yeah, he'll be this the guy's, new this Richard. Guy's he'll be the new Richard Ayahuasca. Stanley. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's <laughs> you think this guy him. is Richard Stanley living in a hut in a tree? No, um, that's no. just apparently. Apparently, that's what happened. Whenever yeah. you you don't make movies anymore, you go live in a hut and do ayahuasca, and then you come back and make one really cool movie. But you sexually harass people while you do it, and then you don't make more movies. Tale as old as time. Um, <laughs> and then, hey, so that's better, that's better than Harvey Weinstein's casting couch. All right. Oh God. Okay, so uh, let's let's please let's move on. Um, uh, so I love the energy we have in this episode. Or the tables have flipped. The tables have turned. <laughs> I should. I need to. I need to get a little tipsy before shows more often. <laughs> this is way more fun. So um, the movie. So I I actually couldn't really find what the original movie looked like. Uh-huh. But the studio wanted more action, and so there was actually a lot of reshoots done uncredited by Brett Ratner, who's oh. speaking of wine. Yeah, speaking of Weinstein. Oh. Um, yeah. Oh. I don't like Ooh. this anymore. I don't like this joke anymore. Can we? I'm sorry. It's not a joke. That's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> well, like joking about joking about people who sexually harass each other. It's uh, other people. It's not funny anymore when you bring in right. Brett Ratner. Okay. Also, okay, you want to hear something weird, Clay? Mm. Or do we yeah. want to give our broad thoughts and then I'll go into all the little facts? Probably. Before we do that, um, I God, found we're out... God, like, we're like 50 episodes in and we're still yeah. figuring out this format. Yeah. yeah. Hayden, can I tell you real quick before we get into our, our thoughts? Can I tell yeah. you I found out where this movie was shot? Belarus? I, no, I'm amazed that this place was shot in a place that I think actually has money. It was shot in the Austrian Alps. Oh, that's awesome! This is this is not a this is not an East European like. Yeah, production. they shot they shot at real castles for the most part, mm-hmm. uh, except for all of the reshoots were done on green screen. Oh, I'm, I'm not surprised by that. I can believe that because like when they see the the place that they're all going to, that's a very bad like green screen mat effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, broad thoughts, not not synopsis, just just kind of yeah. Um. I okay, Hayden. I want you to know something. 
Mm-hmm. I don't actually hate this movie because they killed yeah. uh, Ron Perlman. I'm mad at it. I'm fucking mad at it because Ron Perlman is fucking awesome in this movie. Yeah, you like Ron Perlman more I than like Cage. You do. Be, be honest with yourself, Clay. No, because, I mean, like, Ron Perlman doesn't have, like, the greatest track record. He's I'll put oh, it like okay. this. I'll put it like this. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Ron Perlman doesn't have the greatest track record. Okay. Like, let's be Especially real. compared to uh, Nicolas Cage. Yeah, you're right. Nicolas Cage has got some great movies that he stars in. <laughs> name me name me a good Ron Perlman movie where he is the de facto star that's not Hellboy related. Okay, I was going to say Hellboy 2, The Golden Army. Yeah, no, not Hellboy related. That's it. Okay, that he stars in? That he is the star. But see, that he's I- the. I, I kind of like that he's the character, the character actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I, I kind of like that he's always the heavy. You know? Okay, he's always... okay. You know what? You're right because I do deep down. I love a that guy. Movies depend on those guys. I I love and a they working very, actor. They very rarely get the credit. If there's anything deserve. I love in this world, it's a working actor. Because if I'm going to be real honest with myself, my favorite actor is still Bruce Campbell. And like Bruce Campbell and Ron Perlman are kind of in the same universe. Right. Like they're the same level of fame. Like I think Bruce Campbell is a little bit more the meme person because he was, you know, like that was Bruce Campbell was like, oh, he's the B movie actor guy. Right. Ron Perlman does the same kind of stuff, a little less jokey. Like he's a little bit more serious. Mm-hmm. But he's fun. He's still fun. Don't think that just because yeah. he's more serious, he's not fun. He's still fun. But he is like a person who he's gonna come in and be dead serious. I saw like, a movie. You with got a him. dumb. You got a dumb movie where he's got to fight fucking uh, genetically engineered baboons. He's gonna be. I was just about, about to say I saw a movie with him in it called Primal Rage. <laughs> it's just called Primal, and I've been dying to see that movie. I've seen. Oh, a clip Primal. Of it. Yeah. yeah, I saw it yeah. on I want to say Sci-Fi Channel. Oh, a few yeah. years ago. Oh yeah, pretty I'm, good. I've, our, our old boss, Daniel, uh, told us about it. I've been dying to see it ever since. I was scared when I watched it because baboons are scary. Baboons are scary. Yes, they are. Don't yeah. fuck with baboons, kids. Do not. Mm-mm. You see one, cross, so, walk away. Hayden, fuck. God damn it. You're right. You are 100% right. I do probably. Like, I would be more happy to meet Ron Perlman right now than I would Nick Cage. Because, like, <gasps> Nick Cage is a celebrity. Wow. He's yeah. he might be low tier celebrity, but he's a celebrity. You meet Nick Cage, he's gonna be fucking Nick Cage. He's gonna be weird. He's not. He's gonna be like kind of like beyond human because he's just gonna be fucking Nick Cage. You meet yeah. Ron Perlman, I bet you anything. You go to a meet and greet with much Ron rather Perlman, get a beer with. Ron he's Perlman. exactly Ron Perlman's like gonna pretend like he learned your name. Ron Perlman. You know what he does more than acting now? He bullies like uh, Republican yes! politicians. Yes. Oh fuck, on you're right. Twitter. Yep, you're right. Fuck, I forgot about that. I forgot like the anti-Republican right wing part part of me. Like you're right, Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman shoe in for second season. Why do you get to pick both? <laughs> you said it. You said I'm agreeing with you. You said it. You said it in the text. It's in the text. That was your idea. That was Only if we can just watch I, Hellboy to the Golden Army over and over again. and Primal and Primal just those two and I'll watch I'll watch uh, Hellboy the first one and and um and um and Pacific Crimson Rim Peak. and he's in oh, a, he's no, in yeah. a, he's 
Dude, he's in a he's in a Guillermo movie. Well, he's in a lot. We just named quite a few. Oh well, he's in a but Chronos. Chronos. He's in a Guillermo art house foreign film. Chronos. Yeah, and yeah. he's in a he's in a French foreign film. City of Who's Lost that? Children. It's by the guy who did. Oh, uh, he's in that. Hey, right, we can watch we can watch uh, Alien Resurrection with the same director. Dude, what if we did a? What if the next season we just did people who kind of vaguely look alike? And so we start with Ron Perlman, then Tom Waits, and then we pick someone who looks like Tom Waits, and we just do a chain do a of chain. people who vaguely look like one another <laughs> until, until we, we come back all the way back. Back around. to Nick Cage. We do Nick Cage <laughs> yeah. a second time. We have to watch all the Nick Cage movies again. It yeah. all comes full circle. We do a <laughs> we do a, a, a racing to the middle retroactive on Nick Cage, and that is when we launch ourselves into the sun for the final episode. That'd be perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. Uh, uh, but okay, okay. <laughs> wait. We haven't talked about the movie really. No, we haven't. Um, it's not bad. It's not good. There's there's a lot of problems with. The no, movie. it is. It does exist in that in between. Yeah, I would say here's the thing. The opening scene is not good, except I did appreciate. Um, I haven't watched enough Game of appreciate? Thrones. Appreciate. I, I did. App- you appreciated. Fuck you. Oh, yeah, no, no, Rory, Rory McCain? Yeah, is he the hound? The oh, hound? he's the hound. He's the best yeah. character in Yeah, because the... Wait, is he the one with the scar, or is that the mountain? Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. no, no, no. He's the, the one with the scar. Yeah. Oh, right, because the mountain was like four different people, right? Like, they had to cast four yeah, different people. Yeah, they kept changing him out every yeah. season. <laughs> yeah, the hound is pretty cool. I was like... That's the hound, right? That's the hound. That's the hound. Yeah. The hound That's is the hound. fucking awesome. The mountain yeah. fucking sucks. Yeah. Okay. And then he yeah. comes back as a zombie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Season eight really went off the rails, didn't it? Well, he's a zombie Ooh. for quite a few seasons. Yeah. But like, can I tell you, Hayden? What? Did you Nothing? actually watch? You watched Game of Thrones? Okay. No, no, I didn't. But can I tell you something? That's like, you. Can I tell me? Can I tell what? you something that just gives me so much life? The fact I that everyone it. flipped shit on the eighth season and you were just laughing about it? Yes, because I bounced off that show in the third season and I never came back. The and third I feel, season, I mean, the first three seasons are the best yeah, seasons. Yeah. And then everybody started talking about how it went downhill and I was just like, I don't, maybe one day I'll get back into it. Maybe one day. And then the eighth season comes around. I'm just sitting here like, I haven't gave a shit about this movie. Like, I watched the third season two years after everybody else had seen it, and then yeah. I still bounced off of it. And I was just like, "All oh, y'all are mad about season eight of Game of Thrones, and here I am having not wasted the last eight years of my life on it." Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh. Yes. It was easier for me because I watched the whole thing, but I was—I don't know what veil was over everyone's eyes. The show got progressively worse and worse. Yeah. Starting in season five. Season five yeah. was really bad. Season six was really bad. Mm-hmm. The only reason it was any better was because more things happened in it. Yeah. Uh, season seven was bad in a different way, but it was so fan servicey that I was like, okay, th- this isn't anything like what the- there's no way the books are going to be like this so i'm yeah. fine with this being a different show and then season yeah. 8 was just like clearly they stopped caring you know yeah. and like uh you know I, i'm i'm I waiting for the i'm waiting for the books 
I feel like the finish. telling part is that like video of uh, the woman who played um, Khaleesi. I don't remember her actual name. The, Amelia there's... Clark. Yeah, Amelia Clark. Whenever mm. she's kind of like. She's like, it's good. And she's like grimacing as she's yeah, saying it. It's yeah, it's like, ho, oh, oh, ho, oh. ho. Oh. God, that made me feel so good. I do kind of feel bad, though, because I had a friend of mine who she really loved Game of Thrones. And like, I heard every fucking complaint about it and i just i i didn't i didn't want to be a shit because like you know it's a really good friend of mine i didn't want to like Too kick late. her while she was down mm-hmm. uh but i was just sitting in the back like oh god i wish i knew somebody who was as into game of thrones as she was but i liked a little bit less <laughs> so i could be a shit to them uh-huh but i liked her too much so i i didn't kick her while she was down that's a shame. I've been there before. I've been there before. I yeah. that was me with the final season of fucking How I Met Your Mother. Totally the oh same. Oh God, thing. totally. That's the same way thing. worse. That's <laughs> way worse. Hey, at least I recognize that that show was bad. Like, yeah. And have kind of yeah. like looked back on it and be like, oh no, this this show was very bad. Like it did some interesting things, but it was Clay, bad. Clay, season of the witch. Season of the witch. You, oh, we gotta rain. We gotta rain this in. It's, it's eight fine. O'clock. It's fine. Season of Witch is good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, bro- okay. Really broad stuff. What okay. is some of the stuff you liked about it? Okay. Actually, can I get in the negative real quick? Because it's very limited. Absolutely. Just talk about the movie. I- <laughs> okay. So, like, the thing I really didn't like about it was that because Ron Perlman is in it, is, is it reminded me of, of how far off the rails that Sons of Anarchy went. And like that was a real. I no, really want to watch that show. I really want to watch this show. I will say the first four seasons. No, no, no. Keep uh, no season no, no, of which. That's all I was gonna say. That's all I had to say. But there is like a season where Jimmy Smith is in it, and he's like season great. of the witch. <laughs> that's the season we're talking about. The secondary antagonist of the season two uh, season is is Henry. Clay, I will literally stop recording and hang up. <laughs> I love you, hated. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Oh, Negative no, okay. things. The so the two main parts that really bugged me. I Ron Perlman that died. The, that kid's too part of it. Let me don't get ahead of me. Oh, okay, so the biggest part that kind of threw me off and that I didn't like was I didn't like the opening scene. I thought that was too hamfisted and and like too obvious. Uh huh. And I was just like, oh fuck, it is going to be this kind of movie. Fuck you, movie. Turned out I was wrong for like ninety percent of the movie. Um, so the opening scene I didn't care for. So wait, what, uh, what was it? You were like, it's going to be this kind of movie. What is that kind of movie? Uh, I thought it was going to be very obvious. Okay. Gotcha. Like, I thought it was going to be like, oh, of course the person who they're transporting is a witch. And like, see, I love that. Nah, no twist. I, I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was the twist like, is that there's no twist. I thought it was gonna be just super obvious and paint by numbers and boring. Mm-hmm. Like I, I thought it was gonna be like there's gonna be nothing interesting. It was just like gonna be you could see it coming from a mile off and like that's not entirely true. But here's the problem: I didn't think the ending was better because who boy when it turned out spoilers for people who didn't see it. I don't know why you're listening to this episode. You should watch the movie before and if you care about that. We've said that plenty of times by this point. Why are you still listening to a movie 
episode podcast that you haven't seen the movie for yet. Anyway, big twist. Turns out that the woman is not actually a witch, that she's just possessed by she's a demon. A demon, And the yeah. demon looked like shit. And demon looked really bad. And was, he was stupid. And Dude, it, it was just, designed by Phil Tippett Studios, the people who did the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. Where... How did they fuck this up? I know. Like, I was disappointed. Did they come up with this on a coffee break? Is that what happened? I just, I would imagine so. I was so this. disappointed when we saw the demon. I was like, yeah. damn it. I was like, when it went it. that When it went to that point, I was just kind of like, ugh. Ugh. Really? Yeah. And I, I don't know. It just turned it turned me off. I was just kind of like, it took me out of it. I was like, nah, really? Yeah. It's, yeah. It wasn't as interesting. Like, I didn't. it wasn't as interesting as what I could have came up with, I feel like. Um, so like the beginning and the ending, not great, but I did like everything in between. I thought, uh, Nick Cage and, uh, Ron Perlman were actually compelling. I um, liked the getting the little group together. Yes. You know? Yes. I liked how the guy who like, who knew the way to the, the monastery was like, I think that guy's name is Stephen Graham. He's yes. a good actor. He was in the Irishman recently. Oh, and he's, a. Uh, I yeah, he's a, he's a fun character. And he's doing an I American love, accent for some yeah. reason in this movie. I like that kind of character because he's this like fast talking like charlatan kind of character who like they need because he knows the way to the place yes. they're going. So they need him, even though he kind of like he kind of sucks. Like he's not useful. He doesn't know how to fight. He's uh-huh. a liar, so they can't trust him. But like he's the, he's necessary. And yeah. Hayden, I I told you that I could pitch this as like. I was going to say, you brought up a good, and we're not going to go off on another tangent, no. but but thinking about it, this is a perfect setup for a D&D campaign. This is a D&D campaign. Like, fucking Ron Perlman and, um, Ron Perlman and Nick Cage, like, they're the two guys, like, they're the two people who are, like, best friends. So they're like, mm-hmm. oh, we're going to come up with characters that have, like, the same backs. Like, we, our, our backstory is we're, we're best friends, and, like, we're going to, like, our backstory is going to be that we fought together in a war. Like, we fought in the Crusades and we, yeah, and we quit after yeah. we killed women and children. Yeah, like that's a fucking D and D trope if I ever Wait, seen one. Wait, Outcast. And then, <laughs> and then, um, and then, like you have the guy who ended up playing Klaus on the uh, uh, Umbrella Academy, which I was happy to realize who he was. Was he the young guy? He was the young guy. Like that absolutely is like. There's one of two types of people who play that as their first character, mm-hmm. like the like eager like, you know. Um, you know, like young swordsman kind of person. That's Wants like to prove himself. Exactly. Yeah. Either you either play, you want to play a grizzled badass who just kills everything, or that's you me. play the over eager young guy. That's like your two first characters. Yeah. And then um, I like grizzled you the, old. You got the priest who like he's not really a D and D character because very very rarely do people play pre, uh, clerics with a with a dark backstory, but you could. I'm not what was his dark happen. backstory? Uh, that he's, I mean, like, you know, the church is kind of portrayed as being corrupt. Right. So, like, they're, usually when people, at least in my experiences and from what I've seen, when people play clerics, they're usually, like, good-natured and, like, they're doing their best. Right. Like, they might kill people and be okay with killing people, but, like... They usually still try to at least have some moments where they're actually legitimately pious. And Uh this guy, it kind of felt like the whole time you're supposed to be like, oh, no, this guy's like really going to turn out to be like. Yeah, you are kind of you are kind of like 
wondering, especially whenever, uh, well, I don't. Oh, so well, you know what it is? I know what it is. So here's the thing. Um, here's how the D&D party breaks down. You got young guy. He's he's definitely somebody's first character. Um, the Clay, charlatan. We, we got to go through this D&D thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The charlatan guy. That's that's somebody playing probably a rogue. A rogue or a bard. If he if he had a musical instrument, Clay, he'd be a uh, all right, all right. I'm, I'm shutting down. But the he's D&D a rogue. Thing. Uh, Clay, and then you I'm, have Clay. You have what uh, else did you have to say about season of the witch? Nick Cage is a paladin. Ron Perlman's a fighter. I'm done. Cool. Okay. Uh, what else did you have to say about season of the witch? Uh, I really liked, like I said, I liked the travel, like the, like for once, once, once Nick Cage and Ron Perlman Perlman showed up, their little backstory thing was cool. Them like Ron Perlman being like, uh, we should go around this city. It's nothing but trouble. And Nick Cage like, (laughs) I love love how they ride up after, after having to burn a a farm down because there was like a plague victim there. They ride up to this city and there are billions of crows just like hovering above the city in a spiral and nick cage goes oh good a city yeah (laughs) oh hey i forgot i forgot to say one thing um like i really this is really important um you didn't let me finish but the uh the priest is a dmpc that you're kind of supposed to think is actually the bad guy and it turns out they're not i'm done this is that's all my DD stuff for this okay anyway um yeah, it was it was great. Like, um, also, I thought it was funny that there's a brief cameo from Christopher Lee. I thought you'd enjoy that. I uh, I was gonna bring that up in a little bit with my notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's fun. Um, anyway, um, I I liked most of this movie, and you know what? I probably I don't know if I'll ever pick this movie. Mm-hmm. But I'd watch this movie again. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a good so, movie. It's. I agree. The, the the parts where like you're not really entirely sure if the person they're having to transport is a witch, like. The entry. It's good the entry is good. Then there's then there is kind of a point where it's like, well, okay, obviously she's a witch. Yeah. They like, they give up the ghost on that actually yeah. pretty quickly. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, but uh, if they could have teased that out a little bit longer, I oh man, you know what? They really I, did fuck up. So they really did fuck up whenever she tries to escape. Uh-huh. Um, and like they the, show too the, much. Yeah, because like much. I get the part where like the guy hears what he thinks is his daughter, mm-hmm. and then he runs and like gets stabbed through. But the fact that like they show what he sees and it's his daughter. And then, like, it cuts to what you're supposed to see, and it's fucking Klaus from Umbrella Academy with a sword run through him. That well, is like, well, obviously she's a fucking witch. And also, whenever she's, uh, whenever she escapes by grabbing the thing off the priest's cloak, mm-hmm. they showed too much there. Yeah. Because if, if they wouldn't have, if you would have just been with Ron Perlman and Nick Cage, heard a scream. And then they run to and see the guy, you know, the priest stabbed and she's mm. escaped. You could have been like, well, he may have tried to assault her or something. Yeah, like that. exactly. Yeah. They, they, I guess they assumed you would be like, this person's a witch. And the twist right. is, oh shit, she's not a witch. She's, she's actually possessed by the demon. But they could and have like, had, you're right. They could have had more than one reveal. Yes. 
Yeah. Yeah. It could have been like, no, she's actually the witch, and like, oh shit, she's not actually. Yeah, because there's right. like a part where like the 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 charlatan guy gets killed by wolves, and the wolves are clearly more demonic than regular wolves. <laughs> yeah. And their so faces it's like, literally change. well, yeah. yeah, they literally get more monstrous, and it's like, well, obviously she's she's not a person, she's not innocent. Mm. What the right. fuck? And then there's a part where at the end, I think when they get to the monastery, she's talking to Nick Cage, and like. She literally makes the, the, the flame on the torch go out. And at that point, mm-hmm. I was just like, well, fuck. She just pulled prestidigitation, put the fucking light, uh, put the uh, torch out. Like, I know now she's some kind of magic user. So before I go into my notes, because I've got you, a lot. Before you go into your notes, Hayden, I just want to point out, uh, prestidigitation is a cantrip in D&D. And so, like, if I was building this character as, a, as an evil class, like an evil character, as an enemy, uh, big, bad, big, 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 bad, evil person, <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Hayden, come back. Come back, Hayden. I'm done. <laughs> anyway, I would have them have that spell so that oh way God. you would be able to reveal that they, oh, they really are. Any, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Hayden. This I'm going to start good. saying slurs so you have to cut this out. <laughs> oh, you realize You realize if you say slurs, I just cut your audio out, right? God damn it. Uh, <laughs> oh, I should have so said now that. So now the listener will, will never know if... <laughs> I've been saying them this whole time. Um, I was going to cut you joking about saying slurs out, but now I'm going to leave it in. So now the listeners have to know. They, they won't Hayden, know. Did Hayden uh, actually say slurs and Clay cut it out? Who The world totally may had, never know. I totally had to cut slurs out. Okay. He said a lot. Um, he said some horrible things. Clay! <laughs> Clay! Okay. Um, uh, What's I your probably, favorite set I piece? Do, I probably shouldn't do these while I'm, I'm, I'm a little tipsy. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I refuse I to do these you. with you I if, you, you, if you drink again. I love you, Hayden. Oh, God. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> set pieces, Clay. What was your favorite set piece? The bridge. I, love I was going to say. I, was, I love a good rickety ro- ro- have you seen? Have you seen the movie Sorcerer? No. Uh, you've probably seen images from it. I mean, it's, I've seen Sorcerer's Apprentice. Is that the same thing? Is that the same? No, sequel? but that's coming up, I'm it sure. It is coming up eventually. It's, no, no, no. Surprisingly, uh, Sorcerer's Apprentice is way later than you s- expect. Really? Okay, yeah, no, no, no. it's towards the end. Sorcerer is a William Friedkin movie starring uh, Roy Scheider mm-hmm. and some other people. And it's a remake of Wages of Fear. They have to drive nitroglycerin in these huge fucking trucks through this jungle. Clay, it's a fucking amazing movie. And there is a scene. I'm telling you right now, actually YouTube it after we're done. It will make you want to watch the movie. It's the best part of the movie, but it will make you want to immediately go seek it out. They have to drive, the, and they did it for real. Uh-huh. They did it practically. They drove these huge fucking trucks over these wooden bridges wait, wait, during uh, a monsoon. And it is the craziest shit I've ever seen in my life. Wow. So the, I do love the, the bridge scene is my favorite part of this movie, too, because it's like, it's not exactly the same thing, but they're having to shove the wagon over yeah. this rickety old. Well, no, wooden my bridge. favorite part is like they're they're like, there's no way we're gonna get across this. Like Rob Perlman's pissed. Like he's like, how dare you take us to this place? You're in cahoots with the witch. And like the next thing you know, Nick Cage is just guiding his horse across. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just hasn't told anybody. And Rob Perlman's, oh my god, it's this movie is a fucking D and D. Somebody wrote so this is somebody's D and D campaign, and they turn it into a goddamn movie. Clay, I gotta. Look at all these notes. <laughs> all right. Uh, hey, so can, I say, can I say one thing about the Sorcerer movie? 
That really yeah. does sound like a really cool movie. I am going to have to check it out because I'm pretty sure I'm going to like that. it. I would love it because I'm going to turn it into a D&D campaign. Now, hear me out. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. All right. Clay, this was a weird one. Okay. The studio wanted to avoid an R rating, so they cut a lot of violence and gore out of the script. Then later, once the movie was all filmed and edited, they got a PG-13 from the MPAA. And then re-edited the movie and submitted it again for a new rating almost a year later. So I'm asking myself, did they change their mind and they wanted an R, or did they suddenly want a PG? Because they were dis- they they submitted it again for a new rating after they got the PG-13. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck were they wanting? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, what is this movie rated? PG-13. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, Fuck PG okay. thirteen horror movies. Actually, no, they're fine. The world mm. needs the world needs PG thirteen horror movies for like young teens. To okay, start. okay, but not like this. Not like this. Sure. Yeah. N- yeah. No. Like let no. let let a movie right. that's going to be R rated be R rated. Any horror movie starring adults and nothing but adults. Those can be R-rated. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 100%. Yes, I agree with you on that. All right. Um, I actually have a note about the location shooting here. uh, There was a lot of location shooting, as you mentioned before, including at a place called Loser Mountain in Austria. I'm going to need some explanation for that, Hayden. I didn't look up why it's called Loser Mountain. You're, You're letting me down. All right. Look it up real quick. Oh god, I got some I got some like novels to read here. Oh I Oh, it's just a mountain called Loser. I'm sure like in fucking fucking German it doesn't mean the same Right, thing it probably us. translates to winner, probably. It's like okay. that it's like that place that was like called fucking in like fucking Switzerland or whatever and they're like mm-hmm. oh we have to change it because all the Americans come here and take pictures with stupid grins on their face and they try to steal our science so we can't call it fucking anymore right god damn god it. damn I'm, it you got me you got Pitch my hopes up me a coke. you got okay you got my hopes up Hayden Clay here's one you'll enjoy Wikipedia included a really weird breakdown of the audience of this movie oh god so I had so I had to quote it exactly Listen to this. Uh huh. Press release polling had indicated young men were the core demographic for this film. Okay. Not surprising. Though. Aren't they more... like the core demographic of like 90% of movies made? Right, right. Yeah. Though, more women than expected expressed interest in the film. Hmm. Relativity Media's exit polling showed that the audience was 52% male and that 61% were 25 years old and up. The Los Angeles Times reported that an unusually high 69% of the audience was non-white. Entertainment Weekly reported that the racial diversity of Season of the Witches audiences was common for supernatural thrillers. The breakdown was 36% Hispanic, 31% Caucasian, 14% Asian, 10% African American, and 9% other. According to uh, CinemaScore, audiences gave the film a C-plus grade. To which I have to say, does Entertainment Weekly provide these numbers for every movie? Or was this a thing for Season of the Witch? All right, Clay, you're going to love this one. Okay. Ron Perlman. 
plays Felson, a knight mm-hmm. who is Beeman's best friend mm-hmm. and uh, and fellow combatant during the Crusades. Perlman said of his choosing the role, quote, I love the character. I'm actually more comfortable being a sidekick. <gasps> he prefers being the sidekick. I'm actually more comfortable being a sidekick because I don't get blamed if it's a complete disaster. <laughs> All right, it's decided, Hayden. It's decided. Hold on. Season two is Rob Perlman. It keeps going. He said, I really like the character's mindset. I liked his irreverence in the world of seriousness. Or in a world of seriousness, he's a guy who thinks it's all bullshit. He's just in it for the whores and the sword fights. Oh, fuck. Perlman described Felsen's religion, whereas Beeman was has a very well-articulated idea of his relationship to country and church and spirituality and God. Felsen has none. He doesn't bother to spend any time thinking about that. Holy shit. I mean, okay, I made it as a throwaway joke. And I'm sorry to bring this back to D&D, but Beeman a for fighter. 100%, 100% Beeman is a paladin. He's a, he's a fucking... He's a fucking Oathbreaker Paladin. God damn it. B- fucking Felsum. He's a goddamn fighter. How many God, movies I in Hollywood him. do you How many movies in Hollywood do you think start out as D&D campaigns? <laughs> how many More scripts? than you think. I mean, do you remember The Expanse, the TV show? Mm-hmm. That's a that's a D&D campaign. Oh. Like not oh. not D&D per se, but it apparently it's based on a book series that was a like writ like basically someone adapted a sci-fi like story that they did as um as like a RPG thing and mm-hmm. turned that into a book which then got turned into a movie and it t- kind of makes sense because the least interesting characters are kind of the main characters mm-hmm. and they have Clay. they have very weird plot armor we're Clay. getting off on a tangent aren't we Clay. hey can I bring it back around to uh to season of the witch and Ron Perlman he's good can, can Ron Perlman be my grandpa? Yes. Clay, I want Ron Perlman was, to be my grandpa. Season of the Witch was actress Claire Foy's feature film debut. Oh. And I thought she was good. I She's fine. I do wish she had more stuff to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's kind of the problem. Is there's not really and a she, lot for her to do, but she does But she was drawn to the role because it was very manipulative and kind of like, hee 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 hee, wicked. Yeah. And she... Uh, kind of like how I like to play my D&D villains. Yep, and she researched witchcraft and demonic possession for the role. Oh wow! <laughs> Which makes me wonder what she researched. Yeah, because um, those things are both fake. Speak for yourself, Clay. It's getting uh, pretty I'm dark. Sorry. It's I'm getting a, pretty dark outside. What, what? What do I care? It's just dark. It's just when the sun goes down. It goes down every day. Not that big mm-hmm. of a deal. The sun will come back up. That's what you think, Clay. Yeah. All right. Okay, hold on. All right. Uh, My favorite bit of IMDb trivia. This is where we break down. I'm too much of a materialist for you. I'm going over my notes, Clay. I'm not paying attention to what you're saying. (laughs) Um, My favorite bit of IMDb trivia that I've ever read. Okay. Not a remake of Halloween 3 Season of the Witch. One out of four found this interesting. I'm going to go out and live. Was it your friend Jenna that found that interesting? I have apparently. No okay, I have to ask. You said this, is, I think, in the intro. Uh, did she actually think we were going to watch the Halloween 3 movie? Yeah, because I didn't. T- I guess I didn't specify to her that it's a Nicolas Cage podcast. <laughs> and I was like, do you want to talk about Season of the Witch? 
And she knows that I know that her favorite Halloween movie is Season of the Witch. So, oh, she thought she thought you were like being all cool, like, hey, you want to see Season of the Witch? And and like thought you were talking about Halloween three, Season of the Witch. Yeah, yeah. She <laughs> thought I was just inviting her on to talk about her favorite movie. And then I was like, and then I, and then I was like, oh, sorry, no, it's this Nicolas Cage movie. But she does want to come on for the other two. But okay, so okay, Christopher Lee. Yeah. Appeared in this movie for a short scene. With a bunch of like cool. bubonic plague. Uh, is that not face. fucking awesome that this dude was willing to, to get all of this makeup put on That's him true. at the age of 140? Whenever most young actors won't do it at all to the to the point where their characters are usually CGI'd nowadays. Yeah. It's like a it's like a problem in the makeup industry in in, in like movie in oh, movies. Oh wow. Yeah. Also, Hayden, he was 89. Thank you. Actually, no. You said this was filmed. He was 87. Thank you very much. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So we come to the question. Well, before we come to the question, I do have a little bit of Nick Cage I, trivia. I don't know if I, how to answer the question, actually. Well, you don't have to answer it yet. Good. 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 Th- I need time. I need it. some time. Okay. Cage said of the movie... I wanted to make movies that celebrated actors like Christopher Lee and Vincent Price and the great Roger Poor- uh, Roger Poorman Roger Corman classics that are I'm a f- that that are oh that aren't afraid to explore the paranormal and the supernatural, which leads me to think that Nicolas Cage and I could get a drink because we could talk about some supernatural <laughs> shit because Cage is. Over and over again, in all these movies that are vaguely or very much like supernaturally tinged, yeah, he is drawn to them because he likes this kind of shit. Yeah, which I find so uh, endearing. Damn it, Hayden! I wish we could go back in time and like somehow get a beer with Ron Perlman and Nick Cage hanging out after like make like while they're doing like a press yeah. tour for this movie, and oh, that would be the best day ever. Because I'd be getting to hang out with, like, Rod Perlman, who who is, like, the grandpa and I wish Nick I had. Cage could go look for ghosts somewhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. <laughs> and then, la- last little trivia bit. I want to say this. Before you say that, before you say anything else, Hayden, I do want you to know what you just said about fucking Nick Cage, like, saying, oh, I wanted this to be, like, a, a, a throwback to, like, the classics, you know, Christopher Lee and, and Vincent Price and all that. God damn it. That just made me like this movie even more now. Okay, but I do have to say, like, because I saw, like, because he said that in the interview, okay, and then I, I saw a lot of critics, like, comparing it to Roger Corman movies, and mm-hmm. I, as someone who just watched, like, eight, uh, eight Roger Corman, Vincent Price movies, like, last month, mm-hmm. they have not seen these movies. That, I mean, it's nothing like a Roger Corman movie, except that mm-hmm. it's about a witch, kind of, yeah. you know? I, I get that it's probably not exactly like those movies, but the fact that, like... It's not anything like them. Yeah, but the fact that, like, Nick Cage, like, that's what he wanted it to be. Right, no. Yeah, he read the script and yeah. wanted it to be like Yeah. Like, I'm, that more picking, like, I'm more picking at the critics. Yeah. I want I I want the movie that Nick Cage wanted this movie to be to exist. Oh, but, like, absolutely. It, but because that's what Nick Cage sees in it, like, it makes me, like kind of like i could see it through his eyes now gives you new perspective it gives yeah. me new perspective i'm like ah oh, damn it i know it's like a little fucked up but like i kind of like it it's, it's it's giving its best it's trying speaking of trying 
Cage learned to ride horses and sword fight for this movie. He had never ridden a horse for another movie before this. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. I mean, think he, he, he went from his whole life to 2009 without riding a horse. That's crazy to me. That's how they used to judge uh, movie stars. You had to sing, <laughs> dance, and ride a horse. Then you could That's be right. a movie star. Then you could be a movie star. That's fucking awesome. That's why I can't be a movie star. That's why only... Hugh Jackman is the last movie star. That's true. he can do all of them. He can do all those things. Yeah. Hugh I can only awesome. do two out of Season three, two. so that's why I can't be a, a movie star. Season two. Me? Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Me. No. Me? So we no, come to the like, question. I don't want to do I don't want to do Hugh Jackman because that means I gotta watch too many bad uh, X Men movies and the greatest showman. We come to the question, Clay. Is this a new a good Nick Cage movie? Man, I honestly if you made me answer it a second ago, I might have said no, but now I think yeah. Okay, so here's where I fall on it. I say okay. yes because this is another good filler movie for yes. a marathon. Oh, you're this right. This is a good filler movie. The only hindrance is that Nick Cage isn't very good in it. No, he's not He's not anything exceptional. He is kind of, and we hate to say it, he's kind, kind of phoning in. in. Yeah, little, he's little better in Outcast. He is much. He is better in Outcast. Yes. Oh, but here's the thing, Hayden. Hayden, I figured it out. I figured it out. See, he's Nick second Cage, banana. Nick, he's Nick, second Nick banana. Cage doesn't actually die in this movie. Like they think he dies, but he doesn't <gasps> die. He goes okay. on Outcast. Yeah. Yeah, he goes because like basically, he did the thing where he like he. Wait, fought. did he go back to fight? He fought with the. He fought with. He fought with. He fought Pullman. with. Uh, he fought with. Uh, no, no, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. He fought mm. with Hayden Christensen. That didn't work out, so he left. Then he goes and finds Folsom. All right, he hooks up with Folsom. Folsom's like, dude, if we go, if we go, fucking fight the Crusades, we'll be forgiven. And at that point, like Nick Cage becomes a paladin. Like he like really buys into the church's but ideas. But they were both fighting in the Crusades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he goes back. He goes back to the Crusades with Nick, with with uh, with Rod Perlman. But he character. quits the Crusades for the same reason in both movies. Yes. But like, he 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 okay. he, he thought right. this time he thought this All time right. I'll be forgiven, because that's right. a big okay. part of like their arc, is that like they were promised forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Okay, I yeah. feel like uh, I feel like uh, Nick Cage's character in Outcast, he's more of like he was more of a career soldier. Yeah. Okay, and he was more. It was more of he was just disillusioned with uh, with them like. They, oh, they, yeah. he was mm-hmm. disillusioned that they were going to kill those women and children, Absolutely. but then they got, then the women mm-hmm. and children killed themselves. Yeah. Terrible. All right. Example. So, mm-hmm. so, so he then goes back to Europe, mm-hmm. finds Felsum or Folsom or whatever his name is. Folsom's mm-hmm. like, dude, if we go join the crusades, we'll be forgiven of all our sins. And Nick Cage is like, I have sins I need to be forgiven of. I'm going to do this. So he changes his name. He becomes Beeman. All right. He goes. Mm-hmm. He goes to fucking the Crusades again. This time he actually, like, he gets caught up too much in it, and he kills women. This time he actually kills women and children. Then he realizes, nah, man, the, the Crusades are fucked. The Crusades are fucked. He goes back to Europe with Folsom. Okay. Clay. Hold Clay. up. No. No, I'm not finished. Clay. I'm not finished. I'm not finished. I'm almost finished. He gets the scar on his eye. He gets the scar on his eye, mm. and then he seemingly dies, but he fucking digs his way out of the grave and he's like you know what fuck it i'm gonna go wander I, europe isn't for me anymore Revenant. that's how he ends up mm-hmm. that's how he ends up in 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 fucking china and he's the wow. white ghost wow. i stuck the goddamn landing 
Yeah, good. All right, uh, explain the calendar uh, the calendar game. Explain the box office game. All right, box office game. Hayden is going to pull up the list of top ten uh, highest grossing movies of calendar year for 2011. He's going to give me clues to figure out what these movies are. <laughs> And they're very, very bad clues. They're not good clues, but sometimes I actually do figure it out, dude. And then we'll, then we'll decide. Then we'll decide if, uh, if we would rather watch this movie or the movie from the the top ten grossing movies of that year. Clay, yeah, I'm gonna start. Okay, I'm gonna start saying this. Okay, how about we switch off? One week I'll drink, one week you drink, and we'll reverse and. Okay, uh, no, but I was going to say, I don't know what would be funnier. If the person who drinks gives the clues or has to guess. <laughs> Look, this is your game, man. you got to give the clues. But I want to guess sometimes. <laughs> but I don't want to have to come up with clues. They're easy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because you do a bad job at it. <laughs> do a better job than you would. Look them up. Get, okay, no, this will be no, the first week. No, this will no, be the first no, week. No, no, because I want to Oh, yeah. <laughs> someone's, uh, someone's too scared, huh? <laughs> I'll do it next week with you and Casey. All right. Oh, is that next week? I know what the next movie is. Oh, okay, fuck. number 10. <laughs> oh, well, I number 10. <laughs> You're right, Hayden. No, okay, uh, number 10. A reboot uh-huh. of, a, of a previous... Uh, a reboot of a big science fiction franchise that started in the 60s. Is is this a second reboot? No. No. Okay. Is this the was is, not a TV show? Actually, oh. I do think they had a TV show, but oh. it wasn't no it wasn't known for the TV is show. Is this the first reboot of uh Planet of the Apes? Rise of the Planet of the Apes, yeah. Oh. It's only because of this podcast that I actually remember those movies exist. Yeah. You just don't know the names of them. I don't know the names of any of them. No. <sighs> Okay, I will say Rise of the Planet of the Apes because you have, for the last ten goddamn mm-hmm. years, mm-hmm. you've been singing the praises of at least the first two. No, no, no. Is it the second? Oh, the second, the two? second two. The second. But two. you okay. have to see the you first. See one. the first one. To, yeah. Okay, just because this is actually the first one, and on your recommendation, <laughs> and because in my head, in this scenario, I'm you're I'm making you watch it with me. We're gonna do a we're gonna do a Rise of the Planet of the Apes marathon. We're gonna watch all three of them. I'd be uh, down for that. Yeah, you would be down for that. Um, of course you would, you little motherfucker. That's the only way I'm doing it. Where, where are you going? With this? I'm sorry. Of course you would, bitch. I, <laughs> <laughs> I love you, hated. I'm sorry. What food would we I pair with that though? Chilled monkey braids <laughs> and snake surprise. Okay. Uh, yeah, Rise of the Planet of the Apes is my least favorite of that trilogy, but I would watch it over Season of the Witch. Would you watch it if I wasn't dragging you to a marathon of all three movies? Yeah, because okay. uh, I would probably just watch the next two after anyways. Okay. All right, um, number nine. In this, in, this, uh, in this marathon, we also have to watch the original Charleston Heston uh, Planet of the Apes. But then okay. after we watch these three, we're going to watch Tim the Burton. Tim Burton Planet of the Apes. Dude, I'd be, you're just making it better. <laughs> I'm making it better. Yeah. Damn it, I was trying to make you're it worse. You're just sweetening the deal. <laughs> All right. I'm going to hold you to it. Number nine. Andy's going to be in here the whole time, though. 
Okay, never mind. I'm not going. <laughs> number nine. <laughs> number nine. But I don't have to watch these movies. Yes. Number nine, Clay. Okay, yeah. Um, a Marvel movie starring Tommy Lee Jones. Well, you gave it away. I know. I know. It's it's, it, it's Captain America: The First Avenger. Oh Nerd wait! Don't say anything! Nerd don't say anything! Don't say anything! Soldier. Don't say anything! Don't say anything! I think I'd rather watch *Season of the Witch* over this one. Wow, you don't yeah, really like it. It's not my favorite. I feel like it's it's kind of lackluster compared to the other Marvel movies. Uh, I'm gonna go *Captain America* because directed by my boy Joe. That's Johnson. That's true. That's true. I do. It's Joe Johnson, right? Yeah. Yeah. I do love me some Joe Johnson. But uh, this is kind of one of my least favorite uh, Marvel Clay, movies. You bring new braid soup soldier. Ah, I could just listen to you say that. Oh, true. Damn it. <laughs> number eight. Oh my god. I'm gonna, number. I'm gonna make that. I'm gonna make that my ringtone for you. Number eight. Like you're gonna the, call me. You're gonna call me like which you never do. But you're gonna call me and it's gonna be. Like, You'll be new braid super soldiers. Number eight, Clay. Yeah. Um, the the last movie you would expect to be right above that one, Thor. Yeah. Hey. Same year, and they are not number one. Yeah. Well, is that well, insane? Well, no, 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 no. They the Marvel movies didn't start becoming number one material until Avengers. That's that's fair, but isn't that insane to think about? Yeah, it's the thing. That's insane crazy. to think about that. Like, oh, you mean to tell me a Marvel movie wasn't the number one movie of the year? Right. Right. Oh God, I hate the world we have. Created. I like I like Captain America more than Thor. But but hate it. Can I pitch you on something? And yeah. Thor, you get. I like it. Smash another. Well, okay, and, and okay. It's by our other boy. And I, I was gonna say. I was gonna say this. This sounds bad for season of the witch, which I really don't dislike this movie. No, but I do like Kenneth Branagh. I love Kenneth yeah. Branagh. Yeah. Damn. But hey, I would say I'm Season of the Witch. I would say Season of the Witch over Thor. Hey, I might say Thor. That's fair. I, I just, just, I don't know. I like the, I like the dichotomy of like I said the Marvel movie. The I, I said the Season of the Witch the first time. You said the Marvel movie. Now I'm going mm-hmm. back to the Marvel movie, and you're picking Season of the Witch. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Clay. Even though I, I think I agree with you. Thor is the weaker of the two movies. Right. But that's. They're both very weak in my in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Play. Yeah. Number seven. One of your favorite animated movies ever made. Up? No, that was two years earlier, right? Yeah. Yeah. Starring a comedian. Starring a comedian. Toy Story three. No. Um. That was the year before. Also starring uh, a very respected uh, British actor, elderly British actor. You're you're not making a joke about Despicable Me, are you? No, 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 not Despicable oh, okay, Me. Okay. No. Huh. Um, is it, it is it, it. Yes, and it's a it's a different kind of. It's like an animated movie that that's like a a spin on a on a type of genre movie. With the main character being sort of a fish out of water. I he's a pickup truck clay you motherfucker <laughs> you goddamn I will fucking come to you I know where you live Hayden I will come to your fucking house and I will fuck it fuck you I will watch you will what uh, Hayden <laughs> please, please rephrase <laughs> I will fucking stab you 
Okay, fine. <laughs> but after I fuck you, and you're not going to enjoy it. It's not, I'm not oh, going to be God. kind. God. I think I have legal precedent to quit this podcast now, though. So thank you, Clay. Uh, I'll just delete all this footage. I did not threaten to sexually assault my best friend on a podcast. Cars too. You fuck you. The fuck fir- you. Like, okay. No. Oh. Fuck you because you know what? Guess what, Hayden? You fucked up. You fucked up, Hayden. Because I'm Would you go rather watch this than this, the season of the This Witch? movie this movie is secretly one of the most transphobic movies ever. The Wait, fucking what? Yeah. 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 And know. they made a trans person play the character that's transphobic. They made them? Yeah. Eddie Izzard. They're a trans woman. They made Eddie Izzard voice it? He's the bad guy, and the bad guy kind of sort of could work as a trans allegory, but yeah, like but a bad I'm, one. But I'm, I'm saying they didn't make him voice it. Well, they made him, but he, they, well, they picked her. We, we should remember, she is a trans woman now. We should, Oh. her, her pronouns are, are she, her. We should try to be better. Okay. Like, and also good for her. Like, she's been kind of toying with that for, like, fucking decades, like, Clay, Cars 2 or Season of the Witch? Season of the Witch, 100%. Right, season, like, I agree, Season of the yeah, Witch. But Number also, 6. Also, like Cars is kind of transphobic if you kind of think about it too long. All right. Number 6. Also, I would like to say, I'm only saying this because like I listened to a podcast by actual trans people who pointed this out. So Clay, like, I am literally about to I know, walk I know, away I know, and order I know, food. I know, I'm I know, very I know. hungry. We're almost done. Number 6. Number 6. <laughs> Number 6, your favorite movie and your favorite franchise. Genuinely, I, not being facetious this time. But uh, wait, did they re-release uh, re- Late Raiders, uh, Last Crusade in 2011? And then no, no, six? your real favorite franchise. Oh fuck you! This is probably a Fast and Furious movie, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, is it five? Yeah, it's five. Uh, uh fuck you for saying that's my favorite. I don't like you putting those words in my mouth. I do like. I, I like thought the Fast Five was your favorite. It is my favorite movie, but saying it's my favorite franchise. Oh, I should have said favorite modern franchise. I could take that. I could live with that. Yeah, then yeah. why are you that mad? Uh, because, that's, because like, I, you're... How many feels, franchises do you like, like more than Fast and Furious? The Bond movies? Indiana Jones? Really? You would take all the Bonds over the Fast and Furious movies? Yeah, they have, they have history. I was going to say, that, that's surprising to me, because I would like, definitely okay. take them over the... Fast and Furious movies, but knowing you and uh, they're very problematic. No, no, no. no. I mean, yeah. So, so was a lot of the Fast and Furious movies. Like they're not. <laughs> it took them a while to like kind of work the kinks out. But like, yeah. no, think about it. There are. I'm being a stinker. Clay. Two and a half legitimately good Fast and Furious movies. The rest are fun. But like, how many good Bond movies are there? Quite a few. There, I mean, like, let's let's talk about it. I think no, no, no. Let's not talk about it because Bond is not on this list. Let's, let's not talk about it. From Russia with Love, Goldfinger, Clay. Thunderball. I don't. I don't like Goldfinger. Do you see this? This is my Goldfinger. Fuck you. All right, fine. We'll move on. Goldfinger is overrated. Okay. Uh, I'm not so saying I it's think, the best. I, think I mean, it's everybody thinks it's the best. Everybody it's always the, says it's, it's the best. It's Goldfinger. Goldfinger is the. Um, it's the Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band of Bond movies. Everybody can, says it's the best, and like they're not entirely wrong. No, they're but wrong. like there's if but if you say that's the best Bond movie, you're a boring person. Clay, you can guess what my favorite 
Sean Connery Bond movies. The racist one. I the really love, racist one. You only one. live twice. You yeah. only live twice is fucking a blast. Yeah, it's got ninjas. It is kind of. And it's, it's got the of, best song. It's got the best true, song. True, true. But okay, all right. Number, okay, so I think it's safe to say that you would say Season of the Witch over Fast Five. Or, I'm sorry, the opposite. The opposite of that. Um, yeah. yeah, Fast Five. That's a lot of fun. Even though I just rewatched it like a while ago, that's a fun movie. I'd say Fast Five because yeah. I kind of want to watch. I, I want to be the boring person that watches Five through whatever. Be that person. I, and yeah. then, like. I don't care about the other ones. Yeah, because if you. Unless you get that itch later on, like, you're not missing anything. Yeah. Number five, Clay. Mm hmm. The most expensive no, movie watch, ever go, made. Go watch. Uh, go watch Tokyo Drift. That one's actually legitimately good. Clay, you buried my fucking. I'll isolate you it. I'll isolate it. Clue. Go for it. Number five. You're not gonna edit any of this shit. Number five. Pirates of the. Fuck. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, hated. Um, <laughs> I hate this. I'm hungry. Is it, is Where's it, is my it, ex? Is it? Is it Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides? Yes, the most expensive okay. movie ever made. Wow, I didn't know that. Movies. Yeah, I didn't know that. I want to hear. And it your looks answer. so bad. It's the worst looking pirates movie. Eh, I'd have to rewatch it, but I don't know about that. The fourth one. I'd have to rewatch it, but it looks like a made-for-TV movie. It looks so bad. Uh, what do you have to say, Hayden? Uh, Season of the Witch. This is the this is the one parts of the Caribbean movie I don't like that much. Oh, you like the one with Javier Bardem more? Yeah, it's kind of good. Okay, the, the, fifth, the uh, fifth one's kind of good. I do need to. I do want to rewatch this one, so I'm gonna have to say the pi- This is me saying the Pirates of the Caribbean movie. I think that's kind of funny. Just I, I liked I liked this one. It's not good. But I liked it. Does that make sense? I, I, I okay. So here's the thing. Even in this one, there are things I like in it. Yeah. Because the, the pirates, pirates movies are just kind of fun for yeah. the most part. And like, yeah. well, for the e- most except part, except for I Dead think Man's Chest awesome. and uh, At World's End. But Fuck yes, you. I agree with you. Fuck you. Uh, on Stranger <laughs> Tides, I like the Killer Mermaids. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I right. oink oink. I didn't hate this movie. I really kind of like like kind of almost liked it. But I do admit it's not a good movie. If, like I said, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to rewatch it. I do, what I really want to do is, do you know this is based on a book? Yeah, really? there's a there's a classic fantasy swashbuckling. Uh, uh, trying to find the the Fountain of Youth and Black yeah, it's called it's called On Stranger Tides, and it's a pirate oh. fantasy swashbuckling fantasy novel from like the early '80s that like they kind of stole the main story to. Like I think there's actually. I think like actually like someone Is was trying. Is Blackbeard in it? I think so. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. I think they were actually trying to make an adaptation of that movie. Then someone was like, "What if we just put Barbosa in in a fucking Captain Jack Sparrow in it and like kind of ruined the movie?" But yeah. But it was still. I thought it was fun. I thought this was a fun movie, so I'd watch it again. Over over. Yep. Season of the Witch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number four. Okay. Uh, the second movie in a trilogy of like the biggest modern comedy franchise of all time. Or, Say that again. Of, of, of modern times. Say that again. Times. The second movie in what is probably the biggest modern comedy franchise. Oh, God. Is it The Hangover 2? Yeah. 
Oh, no. Those movies no. are nasty. I'm wa- those no. movies are nasty. I'm watching Season of the Witch. I'd rather watch I'd rather just watch the opening scene and the ending scene of that movie a thousand times before I watch Hangover 2. Hell yeah. Number 3. Yeah. This is the first part of the final chapter of a YA franchise. Is it New Dawn? Breaking Dawn. Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 1. All right, New Moon. You know where I stand. I think these movies are fun. I'm saying this. The only good part from, like, the last movie you could watch on YouTube. So I'm saying Season of the Witch. Okay, that's fair. Number two. I haven't seen all these movies, uh-huh. but I feel fairly comfortable saying that this is the third movie in a franchise, and I uh-huh. personally think it's the best movie of that franchise. Uh-huh. But it's a franchise that you will never watch to find out. Oh, God. Is it fucking Transformers? Transformers Dark of the Moon, the third Oh, Oof. Well, guess what, Hayden? You're right, because I'd rather watch Season of the Witch than watch a Transformers. <laughs> I'd rather watch Dark of the Moon. It's been a while, and I, I kind of like that one. Uh, I feel, I mean, like, look, man, this is an hour and a half long. You, you're you in and out. You can this watch podcast an hour and a half long. Yeah. You could watch, you could watch, you could watch, you could watch Season of the Witch and listen to this podcast, and you'd still be done before Dark Side of the Moon. That's a good away. point. That's a, That's good a point. very good point. Number one, Clay. Yeah. The second part uh-huh. of the final chapter of a YA franchise. Wow! Wait, did they? F- oh no 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 no! The biggest actually YA franchise. actually is this really YA or would this really be more children fantasy? Same, same thing. I don't think so. I think there's a slight <laughs> difference, but this is Deathly Hollows too, isn't it? This is Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows Part Two. Yeah. Season that two, was my impression of. Uh, I do want to watch all the Harry Potters again. So, uh, but but you got to watch part two of Deathly Hollows. Oh, first. by itself. Yeah. Then yeah, I'm not going backwards. The season of the witch. <laughs> what if you did? What if that was the thing? He's like, you're. Gonna, That'd be awful. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, <laughs> be, I'm gonna watch this. Be the worst. I'm gonna watch these. I'm gonna watch these kids grow down. I'm gonna watch these characters grow down. They're gonna go back to being little kids. Oh, weird. Like Benjamin Button. Watch it. <laughs> yeah. Bin butt. <laughs> That's weird. That is weird. That's oof. I just made myself uncomfortable, and everybody listening to this, that Clay should probably like, get cut. Clay had a feverish look of intensity in his eyes as he said he wanted to watch kids get. He wanted to see teenagers become children. Well, that was you. That was I was doing you. I was channeling you though. Like you're, you just took what? me over. What yeah. the fuck does that mean? You're cutting this out. What does that mean? That's worse. That's worse than anything I've said. <laughs> All right, Hayden. Guess what? You know what yes. time it is, but you're wrong, Hayden. Yeah, it's, it's not time, time for, for me to be told I'm it's, wrong. It's not time for cage-free movies. <laughs> oh no! This is. I'm calling this so aptly. So so because I'm so lazy. I'm calling this the Rotten Tomatoes game. God, Hayden. what the? F- you keep throwing these new little games. Well, at this me. is a game you've seen before. Oh, okay. Okay, so I've just finally given it a name. We're calling it the Rotten Tomatoes game. Here's the deal, Hayden. 
It's good. You have you have told me in our little text exchange before we recorded this episode that you think that Ron Perlman should be uh, the second season star of our of our podcast. Yeah. I have also thrown out Philip Seymour oh. Hoffman as oh, a possible okay. star of uh, season two of Racing to the Middle. Yeah. So I have a question for you, Hayden. Which one of these two actors has a higher rated movie than Nick Cage on Rotten Tomatoes? Wait. Which one of these actors has a higher rated movie on Rotten Tomatoes than Nick Cage? Yes. And for bonus points, can you give me a guess what movie you think it is? Oh, I mean, it's fucking Philip Seymour Hoffman. All right. Can you, do you want to take a guess at which movie it is, though? Uh, that's, a, that's weird that... Well, okay... That's fair, because Nicolas Cage was in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, so yes. of course Ron Perlman can't beat that, um, mm-hmm. that uh, classic. Um, right. But, uh, okay, the Phillips, is it only one movie that's rated higher than that? Uh, let me double-check my list. Uh, I think so. The fuck? Um, yes. Yes, because uh. um, it's, I'm, yeah, I'm going to say this. There's the person... Who you 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 are saying it is it is okay? Uh-huh. Yeah. Their second highest rated movie is only a 94%. Really? Okay. Yes. It's a so, bit of a drop. It's a bit of a drop. Well, so Okay, and I want to say this, the other person their their movie was is not, their their second highest one is a 93%. So like they both have two in the 90s for sure. Okay. But one is 94. Well, I'm go I'm going I am going Philip Seymour Hoffman unless okay. Ron Perlman has a very small part in like fucking The Godfather that I don't know about. <laughs> Wouldn't that be uh, great? Actually, no. The Godfather right. is rated ninety seven percent, so it's not. Yeah, even that. yeah. That's so yeah. fucking. Oh my yeah. god! A yeah. nation of children. Anyway, <laughs> oh okay. fuck off! Don't fucking baby world. It. We live god in baby world. Okay, but um, Philip Seymour Hoffman. I'm going Philip Seymour Hoffman for sure. But the thing is, and he's done a lot of well-respected movies, but yeah. like the stuff like PTA, those are going to be a little more divisive than, yeah. than yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying can to think I, of can like I tell you, a beloved movie. Can I tell you that the one PTA movie that, um, that, 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 there is a PTA movie in his top three, but it is not the ninety-four percent, and it is not the number one for Philip Seymour Hoffman. So, so don't go PTA for 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 Philip Seymour Hoffman. But like I said, it's just bonus points. Like you've locked in Philip Seymour Hoffman. I'm just seeing for bonus points. Can you get a second free bonus point by naming the movie? Oh yes, good point. Okay, um, trying to think if they voiced any uh, characters in little baby movies. Um. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> God, I'm overlooking some. I bet Ron Perlman is in a Disney movie or some shit that I'm not thinking. He about. is. He's entangled. <gasps> he is in that, isn't yeah. he? There's that, no that, way entangled. No, that is not. That no is way. not. That is. Um, let me let me look at Ron Perlman real quick. It's not Spider Man, you know. No, so it can't, it can't no. Be. Well, well, Nick Cage wasn't Spider Man. He was Spider Man Noir. That's a slight difference. No, I'm saying, I'm saying, like if if Tangled like shot webs out of her hair, then it'd be a different story. <laughs> yeah, because uh, like uh, Tangled's at an eighty nine percent. Okay, Tangled's pretty good. Okay, um, mm-hmm. what the fuck, 
dude, I can't, I can't. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, and this is a lot of, a lot of people have seen this to aggregate this score. I never said that. So it's probably like something like Synecdoche, New York, that five people have seen are like, it's a masterpiece. <laughs> I'm going to say uh, Synecdoche, New York. Okay. Starring Philip Seymour Hoffman. Well, I, I have bad news for you, Hayden. I'm sorry. That Hello. is not Philip Seymour Hoffman's uh, highest rated movie on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. okay. That would actually Patch be... Patch Adams. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> it, I hate to say it, man. It's a movie I've never heard of. Apparently, it's an animated <laughs> film called Mary and Max. You screwed me. Yeah. You screwed but, me. Like, hey, 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 hey. It's that, that black was... and white movie, isn't it? Uh, no, I don't think so. It looks like Claymation. But now, it's not in black and white? No. Okay. Now, here's the thing, Hayden. That was just for the bonus points, okay? So don't... I, 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 it was you know, Ron Perlman, wasn't it? It was Ron Yeah, because uh, Mary and Max only has a 95% Rotten Tomatoes score, Hayden. You're wrong, Hayden. It was Ron Perlman who has a 100% rated movie <laughs> wait, on IMDb. Wait, hold on. It was Ron Perlman? It was Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman wasn't even one of the choices. So I'm not wrong, Clay. You didn't even give me the right... You didn't give me right, Ron, the chance for Ron right fucking Perth... Per- oh. <laughs> Ron Perlman! But then we move it. Ron Perlman and his amazing toothy-ass grin has a 100% rated movie on... What the fuck movie <laughs> now, is that? Now, now, now. Blade 2? I'll tell you what. Is that I'll Primal? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, Hated. For three bonus points. For three dollars. For three bonus points. Guess the movie that has a 100% Rotten Tomato score that has Ron Perlman in it. What and it's the even fuck better. This be? He's second build. Have I heard it? Have I heard of it? God, no. No. I don't think you have. I'd be surprised if you had. Oh, City of Lost Children. No. That that has a... <laughs> oh, God. That did not do well because I'll put it like this. Here are some classic uh, uh, Here's some classic Ron Perlman movies that have higher ratings than uh, City of Lost Children. Drive. At 93%. That was the 93% movie. He's a bit of a jump. Also in 2011. Yeah. 100% uh, to 93 for Drive. Kronos, 91%. Tangled at 89%. Hellboy 2, 86. Quest for Fire, 86. Uh, Hellboy, 81%. And City of Lost Children at 79%. Hayden. Ron mm-hmm. per- Perlman voiced <laughs> Slade Wilson, a.k.a. Deathstroke, and Justice League, The Flashpoint Paradox, and it has a 100% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. You're wrong, Hayden. Fucking baby world. That's that's even worse. That's just like rubbing salt in the wound. It's like it is a hundred percent, and it's a movie for babies. I would say teenagers. Like the Flashpoint part. Uh, well, no, no, no. The the worst part of that is it, it's not like a movie like Dumbo or some shit that's actually made for children that everyone loves. Uh-huh. It's the fact that. It's a fucking made-for-baby thing that, like, adults see, and they're like, this is fucking modern mythology. And you're like, shut up. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, anybody who says that about comic book movies is the worst. Yeah. Especially if they also get to make multi-million dollar movies about superheroes. Anyway, moving on. Oh, he's talking about James Gunn. (laughs) That is not how James Gunn talks about Super. Series. Oh no! Wait, you're talking about Taika Waititi. Uh huh. You're not talking about the Chad, are you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
God damn it. So I will always... Okay, I'm, I'll tell you my future strategy. I'm going to pick the one that's not obvious. Which means yeah. you're just gonna you're just gonna screw me over next time. Yeah, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get like I'm gonna be like, hey, <laughs> well, uh, Vincent Price or uh, trying to think, uh, Marlon Tim Allen. <laughs> oh, that might actually be a good one. Vincent Price versus actually, Marlon I hate Brando. to say it. I I am gonna go on a I'm gonna go on a limb. I bet you anything. Uh, Vincent Price and Marlon Brando both have 100 percent rated movies. Look it up. I will, but not right now. Hayden, the next movie we're going to watch has an 83% on Rotten Tomatoes from 1983. Uh, Nick Cage is the highest, uh, uh, is the highest, uh, is the highest billed character uh, in this movie. Mm-hmm. It was directed by Martha Coolidge. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's one of the movies that our friend Casey says he wants to come and watch with us. So he's joining us. He'll be joining us next week, yeah. That's beautiful. Um, now, do you remember which movies he said? Uh, Valley Girl. Yeah, yeah, you're it's right. Valley Girl. Yeah, yeah, I fucked that one up. What is the Rotten Tomatoes I... thing on it? I fucking told you one in the... I told you uh, on Stranger Tides or whatever <laughs> while I was, like, reading it. I think I well yeah that's fair but I think I told you beforehand that K- Casey was coming in pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. And like it's obvious. <laughs> What's with the engaging, tomatoes? Okay, sorry. With engaging performances from its two leads, Valley Girl is a goofy yet amiable film that both subverts and celebrates the cheerful superficiality of teen comedies. Wait, are you telling me it subverts expectations? Sure. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. You had something you were going to say, Hayden. I, I cut what you off. What was I going to say? I don't no, know. No, no, no. I was just saying to tell me the Rotten Tomatoes thing. Oh, okay. I was already a step ahead of you. Yes, you were. I was. Because I'm even in your mind, drunk, Hayden. Even while drunk off your ass. Yeah, that should show you how far behind you are. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Hayden. All right, Hayden, you got any plugs? We're almost done here. Man. Just... Buy them books. Click on the link. Buy those. Hey, you never know. If you leave a good Amazon review, might inspire me to actually write another story. It's yeah. only been a while. Buy them books. I'm trying to figure out how to turn buy them books into one word. Buy them books. Buy them books. Buy them books. Anyway, as always, you can find me at the underscore red underscore clay uh, on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can find the podcast at RTTM Pod, both on uh, Twitter and Instagram. And hey, go give our man Shoes Robinson a follow on uh, Twitter. Uh, go go say hi for us. Um, like we said, he's going to be here next week. Um, and yeah, that's that's all from 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 us. I'm back. Hey, you know what? I, I just realized we didn't talk enough about like. Uh, no, no. Be- Beeman's no, 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 no. I'm gonna talk about the movie. We didn't talk enough about Beeman and Felson's like relationship about how like they did the really cool thing where like they argued about who killed more men on the battlefield and stuff. Like a like, paladin and a fighter. No, 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 or... no. Like fucking, <laughs> like fucking Gimli and fucking yes, like uh, Gimli and Legolas. Legolas and like fucking yeah. uh, uh, fucking you know Idris Elba and 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 John Cena in the Suicide That's Squad. True. There was a bit of a dick measuring. There was a bit of a dick measuring conscious and also. You know, like my two players when they played a paladin and a fighter in a D and D campaign. All right, yeah. Anyway, (laughs) 
Hayden. Hayden. Oh shit, Hayden. Do you hear that? I th- I think I think a bunch what? of people are trying to break into the studio. I'll tell you what. Really? Whoever slays the most men drinks for free. You're buying. <laughs> That's like not the worst Rod Perlman impersonation I've ever heard. It's the only Rod Perlman impersonation I've ever heard. But it's not somehow not the worst one. Everybody!